0: There's a cold silence That we don't dare speak There's a wall between us And a river so
1: deep
0: We keep pretending That there's nothing wrong
2: there's a code of silence And it can't go on Hi folks, I'm Alan Watt And this is Cutting Through the Matrix On the 26th of May 2008 I generally Ask newcomers to look into CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com And there's always people coming in Of all age groups And go through the previous talks And you'll find A lot of information that helped tie up this big, this big net that we call reality, ties it together to show you that nothing, nothing that you hear in a major way through the media is there by chance. Nothing is just evolving. You're simply living to a big business plan, long-term business plan, and that's all that life is. Your life, your predecessors, and those who come after you. It's all arranged that way by the experts at the top, the ones who run the cultures, and create societies and alter the societies. You can also look into Alan Watt, sentient EU for transcripts you can download and print up and pass them around to your friends. Make sure that they are your friends. And if you think they can't handle it, don't give it to them. Why? Why break the friendships? You'll just bring grief upon yourself, and you don't need that in your immediate area of living. Now, I generally never the site where I'm going to talk about and I sit down five minutes before the show. But it doesn't mean that there's nothing wrapping around in the old noggin, the head. There's always stuff wrapping around because if you live the way I do and you've grown up the way I do, you process information differently from other people. And I don't get hooped into the mainstream media. I don't sit and watch Google all day long. And there's plenty, I'm sure, to amuse people or, or fascinate them for months or maybe even years on end by doing that i don't watch major news casts i i get a couple of articles and i ponder them and eventually all that you've learned all through your life comes into play that's how reasoning is supposed to work you are supposed to come to conclusions for yourself but you see for a generation or longer been trained that the experts give us the opinions and all we do is adopt those opinions we don't come to our own conclusions and yet people are willing to fight each other over opinions given by experts opposing experts always give you this or that point of view and you pick the one that you want and that becomes your opinion but these things can even lead to wars wars and families wars and nations because people adopt opinions but they don't reason anything through for themselves and because they get caught up in the emotion they don't see any long-term strategy or ask where anything is actually leading to. For quite some time I've gone into the histories behind the Cold War and prior to the Cold War and the eventual merging of the two systems together into the third way as it was planned to do all along, where a new system called communitarianism, as Bush Sr. coined it to the public, would be pushed across the globe. Nations really are gone. They've been gone since the 1960s, when things drastically changed. And a new, very wealthy class had arisen in all nations who were international because all their businesses and all their investments were international. They had a finger in every pie in every country, and therefore they, they wanted this, this global society. It had already been set up under the League of Nations as far back as the end of World War I. The same idea. It's an ancient idea. A transnational system. And eventually, in the global society, there would only be the names of nations, the piece of antiquated, old-fashioned terms that will still used for a while, When it's heard to America or US or Canada or Britain, they'll all be under a world government. And that's what's happened. And the big old United Nations was set up to be this world government, to take over the structure of the
1: global system. It's a fact.
2: Hi folks, this is Alan Watt, cutting through the Matrix, and just explaining this long-term business plan that you think is life, uh, to show you where we're going, and why we're going there. Since Charles Darwin came out, and influenced all sides, at the tops of all sides, with this whole eugenic idea, the program was to perfect humanity on behalf of of those who ruled over humanity, to make it easier to manage the people. And psychopaths have their own particular footprints. I'll use that term because it's going to become very popular shortly. Footprints all done through history, they always end up killing off large populations that they rule over because they fear them primarily. And since psychopaths can only get to the top in the system, this is their system, it's made by them for them, they always get to the top and they get to the same stage. And we find in the Soviet system they had that whole idea that man was infinitely malleable, we could perfect them. but they also went into the same crap of categorizing people as an ethnic races, ethnic groups, IQ levels and so on, physical health, ill health types like stuff, all to do with it with the same the same uh, eugenics program as the West was going into. And now that they've come together, they're pushing ahead full steam. And you see little bits coming up in newspapers about the low IQs of the working classes compared to the, you know, the wealthy elite, again, to Oxford University and so on. This stuff's right out in your face now. And they train the public. It's called social approval. You create social approval and social disapproval when you want them to change certain habits like smoking. They're not going to use the same techniques when they people. And they're even putting a book about it, the guys who formulated this, this technique and copied it from China. Uh, they're, they're using it on the public here. And they mean now focused on obese people to make them feel ashamed. And they know it will all work on the middle classes because in all the studies they found out that the better educated people are easier to adapt into it because they want to be part of their own peer group. fake thing, MPs, like the Spaceless Crowd MPs have said. The Environmental Audit Committee, we have an Environmental Audit Committee, said the scheme would be more effective than taxes for cutting carbon emissions. Under this scheme, people would be given an annual carbon limit for fuel and energy use. I'll interpret this part for you. This is called rationing. It's called rationing. You'd be given an annual limit for carbon limit for Guess no barrier. The committee's report criticized the government for shelving the proposal following a preliminary study. The MPs admitted members of the public were likely to oppose the move for the government to be courageous. A courageous government. Wow, that's a first in history. The report said persuading the public, listen how it's worded, persuading the public depends on perceptions. And a lot of speak here. And they know that everything is do, done by altering your perception of things. This is not what you're really seeing. Here is what you're really seeing. Take it from us, we're experts. Persuading the public depends on perception of the government's own commitment to reducing com- emissions. If the government would just go on holiday permanently, that would not be fine because they treat create the, the, the most hot air than any group on the planet. Now, it's a priority given to climate change in its own decision, making so it is climate change as though that's a fact. You see, this is how they put things right in front of you. That's a fact. This will be parted by all the middle class the cocktail parties. Climate change, carbon footprint, yada, yada, yada. Total abstractions that are made into real entities by repetition. It added, further work is needed before personal carbon trading, personal cuts, you and me, can be a viable policy option and this must must be started urgently and in Likely to be opposed to the move, or were likely to be opposed, but urged the government to be courageous. The report said persuading the public depends on perceptions of the government's own commitment to reducing emissions, and the priority given to climate change, as though that was a fact in its own decision making. It added further work is needed before personal carbon trading can be a viable policy option, and it must be started urgently and in earnest. In the meantime, there's no barrier to the government developing and deploying the policies that will not only prepare the ground for personal carbon trading, but will ensure its effectiveness and acceptance once implemented. Now, here's the little part that the public will be fooled on. Cash benefit. See, cash is good. Benefit is good, isn't it? Cash benefit. Benefiting whom? Committee Chairman Tim E. O. said it found that personal carbon trading had real potential to engage the population in the fight against climate change and achieve significant emissions reductions in a progressive way. Well like progressive don't we? He said green taxes, oh green taxes, all the all the words are being used here, aren't they? All the little conditioning words, such as a petrol tax, cost poor people more because everyone, billionaires and paupers, paid the same amount. Under the personal carbon trading, someone who perhaps doesn't have an enormous house or swimming pool, doesn't have uh, several holidays in the Caribbean Every year, will actually get a cash benefit if they keep a low carbon footprint. Carbon footprint, again, is the, a total abstraction put into reality by repetition. Shortly, be to go around all the little cocktail cult- parties with the middle class as they part of the, the new political correct phrases. He said it could be administered by the private sector. So here you are, the private sector, who is for profit. Remember, they've the, the put the, the price of electricity through the roof. Everything that they've taken over, they put through the roof. So here they are going to take over this thing, that they're going to start up and tax you on your carbon output. And the private sector is going to take it over, following the model of supermarket loyalty schemes, in which a complex computer system is accessed by a single plastic card. But Mr. Ben said there were problems with the plan. I guess it's Mr. Bill and Ben. name's Big Ben. It's got potential, but in essence, it's ahead of its time. The cost of it implementing it would be quite high, and there are a lot of practical problems to overcome. He said that the report found the cost of introducing the scheme would be between £700 million and £2 billion, and it would cost one to two billion a year to run. There would also be difficulties in deciding how to set the rations. There's a word, rations, right there. See, taking into account a person's age, location, and health. So here's your age going to be a factor, your location and your health is a factor. Climate Change Minister Joanne Rudock said work on personal carbon trading had not been completely abandoned. You've simply decided not to take further work paid for by the taxpayer, <laughs> when a number of other studies are underway, I should add, by the taxpayer. Environmentalist George Monbois up- applauded the scheme. It's more progressive than taxation. It tends to redistribute wealth from the rich to the poor. Oh, he's Robin Hood again. It's transparent and easy for everyone to understand. Back in a few moments after these messages... Matrix. And reading this article, which is like a a promo type article to be followed by other countries very quickly, So here you are, rationing is coming, I believe there's already a Member of Parliament in Canada stood up the other day in synchronicity with this one and and put forward the idea for a bill on the same topic in Canada to be followed by the British Commonwealth, no doubt, because we've never had independence in any of these countries. And this is the Agenda 21, United Nations Agenda 21, right here, where you'll all eventually be priced out of living in the country or wherever you are, except the very wealthy, and you'll have to go into cities and become a soil and green type uh, city where you all live on top of each other. But the green part's nice, isn't it? More like green. That's very popular right now, and that's what's planned. That's what's planned. These old science fiction writers didn't dream these things up. They sat in at these meetings and they got it from the futurist society that's told what to write and put the ideas in our head by predictive programming that's why they're spot on on what's coming to get us yet ready for it and used to it and right now there's a, a generation growing up and they have been through kindergarten onwards with this greening, greening, greening the new religion that Mr. Michael Gorbachev talked about a form of earth worship where literally down the road they'll be sterilized voluntarily to save mother earth and I'm not kidding, this is coming Remember what Bertrand Russell said, with enough government funding. You can make the people believe anything. It's very simple. And when you look at these programs on so-called primitive cultures and all these ethnologists walking around taking notes and watching and studying them, you see, all that stuff is used as data on, all, on how all human beings act and how you can make them, reshape them into a completely different culture and to get them to go along with that without thinking. That's how it's done. We all get the same basic education or indoctrination worldwide. We're told what our facts are facts, they're presented as facts to us. We all believe it. Let me chat about these facts. And we all think we're sane because everyone else has had the same indoctrination. And as they introduce new ways for you to go along with your carbon footprints or any other kind of footprints for that matter, then, then you, you adapt quickly into the new culture, you adapt the terminology, uh, even though it's all abstract nonsense. You know, years ago, in Catholicism, the biggest criticism of Catholicism, especially in the Middle Ages, was indulgences. That meant if somebody died, one of your relatives died, and he was stuck. He was stuck in purgatory, you see, and you had the money, then you could pay the priest to say all these prayers, and hopefully it would give him a little nudge every time he said a prayer, and he'd get higher up to heaven, out of purgatory. And in other words, a complete abstraction was taught as a fact, and people were taught to believe it, and they paid money for it. And this is the same technique being used here for environment and and, and and your carbon footprint and all this kind of stuff. A complete abstraction will be talked into reality by a repetition. And people will believe it just the same way as they believed you were stuck in purgatory. Same thing. Same technique. And the only difference is guys and white coats. The technicians and, and the specialists and scientists are there to tell you this, you see. And you've already been taught that these guys are experts, or are superior than you are. And if it dawns in you, you can get someone called an expert with a PhD and a Nobel Peace Prize who can tell you an, an absolute fiction. But you, you are going to believe them because you're taught that way. You trust them. It's very simple, simple techniques. And we're going to be taxed for every breath we take eventually and every mouthful of food we take eventually too. That's the system. It's a plan society planned society here's another article too to do with getting the public used to being tracked by chips and global positioning satellites and it's from the Dallas newspaper thedallasnews.com Sunday May the 25th it says Dallas ISD's chronic truants back on the radar with GPS devices by Kent Fisher For Joshua, at Cervantes, the black pouch slipped clipped to his belt, a daily reminder of where he was and where he's now headed in high school. Inside is a black global positioning system device that allows a truant officer to zero in on his location 24 hours a day. As a result, Joshua is now in school every day, and he said, thinking seriously for the first time about where he's headed in life, this is a PR thing to push the system, you can tell by the way it's written. The main thing is it got me thinking about my future, said Joshua. A freshman at Bryan Adams High School. What's going to happen to me if I don't care? Judge Ray Chavez, a county truancy judge, ordered Joshua and eight other students at Bryan Adams High to wear the GPS unit. The school is completing its second year in Attendance Improvement Management Program, which is funded by a mix of county, nonprofit, and private funds. Last year, 46 chronic truants were ordered into the program. Results were surprising. Their attendance improved from 84% to 97% during the six weeks they wore the GPS device. We have witnessed changes in some students that are almost beyond belief. Brian Adams, principal Cynthia Goodsell, she'll be a good, she'll be a good master. That one, Cynthia Goodsell, yeah, wrote in a letter to the project supporters. has amazed us is the number and types of students who responded so well to the program's intensive supervision and coaching. Oh yeah, well back with more after this break
0: you're listening to the republic broadcasting network because you can handle the truth
2: I am Alan Watt, and we are cutting through the Matrix. Just finishing this article on global positioning satellite trackers that they're putting on students now. And this this is a PR piece, really, of how wonderful it is. And it goes on to say that they're having shortfalls in funding, unfortunately, and are getting three different companies, private sectors, to give them money. Uh, no doubt there's a lot of money getting put into the, the hands of the people who are also in charge of the children here. Because that's generally how the world really is. Uh, the world really is run on what we, we would call it the bottom level corruption. At the top, it's normal, it's just normal business. Assessive program managers are seeking a combined $615,000 from the Dallas Independent School District in Dallas County, which operates local truancy courts. Dr. Pottinger. School district officials told him they would include funding for the project in a pending federal grant application, but Thursday night a district spokesman said the district has not applied for money. Then he goes on and on about the money and the cost and all the rest of it and how wonderful it is, etc., etc., and how it's also a cell phone where the truant officer, if you're not where you're supposed to be, can phone you and you have to clock in three times a day. And if I was these children, I mean, I'd truant all the time. I'd be instead of going to the library, I'd be I'd be figuring how to work this thing and rearrange it so it would read that it was always in school. I'm sure it can be done by some clever ones out there. Well, I'm going to go to the callers now and there's Carl from Montreal. Are you there, Carl? Okay. I will try Dave from California. are You there, Dave?
0: Alan. Good afternoon. How are you? It, I'm fine, thank you. Uh, it's a great honor to speak to you, sir. Uh, I I wanted to say that uh, I first heard you uh, a while back uh, being interviewed by uh, Alex Jones, and I found that to be the the most amazing, densest amount of information i would ever seen on a radio show in Uh uh, in the course of an hour and a half or so. Yeah. And also I want to thank you for sending me the uh, the CD of uh, the conversations that you had with the lady on Liberty Radio. Oh, yeah. Yeah. that was excellent, and uh, I've enjoyed that very much and listened to it a number of times. I was going to comment on the, the carbon footprint thing. I want you to know that I'm doing my part to reduce my carbon footprint by breathing less. That's right. I, I was thinking that we we'll to probably do it with joggers, and there's no heavy petting
2: anymore. No heavy petting. Whatever you do, that's out.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I'm really concerned about the methane butt print.
2: Oh, Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Well, actually, I was thinking when I was reading that article that most of the methane is generated in these parliament and government buildings yeah. because <laughs> they right. have the best food, you see, the richest food of all. It's high and spicy. It's also non-GMO food. That was Tony Blair passed a law before he left that they, were, they could only import uh, non-GMO food for the politicians. Right. So they have that with their brandy, but they do give off a lot of methane in the building. There's no doubt about it.
0: Yes, sir. And I got one question for you. Um, one of the things that interested me very much on that Liberty Radio uh, deal was the uh, the issue of the priests, the priesthood bribing the priests uh, so that when you die you go to heaven as opposed to Gehenna. Would you discuss? Would you comment on uh, Gehenna and how that works again, please? Well, Gehenna. You see, in the old Hebrew tradition, they really didn't have an idea of hell.
2: But when they incorporated it with was really a greek a new type of, of greek well much newer in a sense but a greek philosophy or religion or mythology they had hades so that they had to find a way to punish the people keep them in fear and so they copied the, the jewish gehenna which was really the, the rubbish dump the, the, the garbage dump where everything burned uh, in, in, outside jerusalem and that's where they got the idea of a hell Something that was burning perpetually—that's what you find if you leave garbage dumps like that. They burst into flame, and they keep burning and smouldering. So they adapted that whole idea into Christianity uh, to keep fear over the people, to make them obedient, and and you'd be more made to be more afraid of what happens after this life than than that. Your life you were living in the physical world, no matter what status you were—if you were at the bottom, your life was already hell. They actually made you terrified of, of, of an even worse, worse hell to come. That's how they kept people in check for a long, long time.
0: Isn't it amusing that they keep, try to keep us in fear all during our lives, and then they, they wave the boogeyman of hell at mm-hmm. us after we're dead? And I guess we just... Exactly. And, it, and really people for thousands of years
2: obeyed and, and lived in utter misery and poverty in a feudal system. A feudal system was very, very old with a set order of, of priesthoods Kings, queens, and lords down below, and then right down to the peasants who produced everything for all those above them. And and uh, it was uh, they were given no education except uh, um, the Bible, but they were told about the Bible, and hell was was the main thing that was drummed into them in every sermon.
0: Right, can I ask you one more, Alan? Yeah. Well, I've read the Bible a little bit. I'm not exactly what you call a, a Christian, but I, but I do think that there's some good lessons in there, as as there are in the Quran as well. Which is a lot like the Bible. Yeah. But, um, now what do you feel about, uh, just sort of, uh, following the words, uh, following the words and deeds of Christ as a model, um, you know, setting aside the rest of the stuff in the Bible, uh, Christ himself? Mm-hmm. Well,
2: what you're given is a perfected being, which technically for, for a normal human being is impossible to emulate. Right. And that kind of perfection. So much so that, at least up until recently, you couldn't have a virgin birth. I'm sure you can do it now with genetics. Yeah. So so even the fact of a, a supernatural birth means you could never live up to that anyway. The whole idea was you were to live up to it as best as you could by simple rules. And it was very simple rules that you were given. There's nothing really deep. And there's this this esoteric built into it. There's no doubt whatsoever. But it's very simplistic... And written in such a way you can't even debate it. Uh, just be good to other people and, 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 uh, you know, things work out and you forgive, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yes. But they also altered it over the years. Many, many times that they rewrote it, they altered it each time to suit the, the ones who were already the overlords and masters. And what was unfortunate from the beginning was that that when, when the Catholic Church, the universal church, took over, Rome was, was already a political uh, international power. And so it was merged into a political system at the very beginning with Rome. And because of that, you had this hierarchy where they, where they dealt with politics as well as religion, and it became politicized. And the whole idea already with politics was, a, a, was a, a hierarchy of elite people living off the backs of everyone else at the bottom. And so, so the Catholic Church kept that feudal system going uh, for, for about one and a half thousand years and it, it tried to fix it like that, never change it. They thought that was the ideal order. And so that's why it got such a backlash eventually, uh, sent many centuries later, with people who were just fed up with the whole system and the corruption at the top, as you must have when you have a system which deals with politics and and the spirit. You cannot you can't merge the two together.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you very much, and it's nice talking to you.
2: Yeah, thanks for calling. So long. Uh, there's Will from Philadelphia. Are you on the line, Will?
1: Alan, good evening, Alan. There's a little delay there. Uh-huh. Uh, I just want to thank you so much for exposing the root and uh, allowing us to to chop at it and and for you chopping at it yourself. uh, I'm tired of pruning the branches, basically pruning evil. I just want to thank you. Um, The peace sign, what do you think about uh, my understanding that Bertrand Russell commissioned uh, Gerald Holtam to Mm -hmm. design this? Do do you think Holtam knew what he was doing? Do, Do you agree that Do you think it was purposely a cross upside down symbol of death and
2: like black propaganda it, it was also an old uh, an ancient uh, symbol uh, okay. that one uh, which is turned upside down uh, but it also is a semaphore if you stand with semaphore flags uh, you put one right up and one right down that's the, that's the um, uh, this is the N and then the D is, is, is another one so, so, so you have the the, the 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 D looks like a Y. So, so you put the two together and you've got that symbol. So it's for nuclear disarmament. Yeah,
1: I heard. I remember. Reading That's, what that. claimed. That's what they
2: claim. That's what they claim. However, that yes. they're well known for using their old occultic symbols, regardless. You know,
1: with their esoteric meaning. I have a, yeah. a deprogramming technique. Now it's going to seem a little inhumane at first, but bear with me. Mm -hmm. the people that don't want to listen i strap them to a gurney and play uh your cds i (laughs) call it i call it waterboarding waterboarding (laughs) (laughs) you're so stoic i I had to get a laugh out of you i'm glad that worked uh Uh, i tell everybody donate uh you're 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 one of the uh in in my opinion uh you're you're one of the, the the people that really truly do great work and uh you know, I just, if there's one thing I could ask, you're full of so much knowledge, if you could just drop some Google words for us every once in a while because you have this exhaustive encyclopedic knowledge and, you know, we're all in the dark here for the most part. Just some, some words to Google maybe and keep exposing the root, Mr. Watt.
2: Okay. Yeah. we will do. Yeah. Well, thanks for calling.
1: Thank you, sir.
2: Yeah, we live in in such a world of deception, but these are really old sciences, very old sciences, and it's all sciences of the mind. Remember, I keep telling people to go back into ancient philosophy, because when you read the writings of many of the philosophers, and guys especially, like Plato, they lay down a, a line on how culture is created and updated by the elite. And he said that it all must be authorized from the top down. They won't allow anything to come from the grassroots. Because it would upset their whole their whole plan and their 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 control over everything. So whatever is put into culture is planned from the top and disseminated down to you, and you simply adopt it into your life and it becomes part of your your culture, whether it's fashion or behaviour, music, whatever, or even topics of conversation. Like this this nonsense with with a carbon footprint, carbon footprint. And um, I wonder how much they'll tax Bigfoot on that one, eh? But, but this, is, this is the kind of nonsense we're fed, and, um, and people simply repeat it. Remember, Russell says repetition is so important. But the unfortunate thing today, the unfortunate thing is that they've set up an international school system where they get the children very young, like Bertrand Russell says, get them at two, and then any input or moral input the parents try to, to give their children will be null and void because in, in kindergarten they're already getting scientific indoctrination. So the, the, the whole generation are growing up. There will be the new eco-nazis who will literally lock you up or kill you under claiming you're destroying the planet. And there'll be zealots, utter zealots, and full of zeal for what they're doing because they're, they're creating a fanaticism in the youth about this. And this youth will turn on the ones who are older, the old type that must die off, as they say, at the top and that's how it's being implemented. The whole bogus, if you listen to all these characters with, and I remember what I, I said, read the, the book where they admit the, the think tank that came up with the whole scam of global warming, which was the Club of Rome. Uh, the, the two founders of the Club of Rome wrote the book called The First Global Revolution, and in there they tell you, they looked at a way to unify the planet, make people obedient and subservient and go along with this agenda. And they, they, they thought of all ways that to bring people t- together in a war situation because we all work together towards something in, under war. So they thought it would be a war a, 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 of the planet against humanity. Man was the enemy. And that's what they said. We, that's why they chose global warming. It's a complete fraud. An utter fraud. And having said that, what's interesting too is they can create any phenomena, any phenomena, which is very interesting, they've actually followed this little blueprint of revelations in the New Testament. Everything that they see at the end, plagues, famine, earthquakes, changes in the sky, etc., they can change the weather, they can cause earthquakes with technology and harp today, the spraying, all that kind of stuff. Pestilence, easy to do, since they've modified insects, go into Monsanto, they've also been modifying insects galore. So they can create the pestilences, they can create the famines food shortages, there's only five agribusinesses owning the food supply of the world there's no shortage of food, it's that they've been putting all the other farmers out of business now they control it, now they're tightening their grips but they make it a scarce commodity you pay more for it, they did the same with gold silver and anything else that's precious that's how you, you, you do it in business and they're doing the same thing again, and they're, they're convincing us the victim is always, all down through the ages that we are the problem we are the problem and behind this is the big eugenics movement, the big plan, to eradicate all what they call inferior types. They're out in the open now. Professors are talking from universities about the inferior intellects of the working class and so on. You've got other ones like Watson, who had to leave the guy who came out with the double helix, and he was a geneticist. All, all geneticists are trained in eugenics, and it attracts that type into it and that's why for 50 years they've been using your tax money to find the genes and tamper with the genes because the plan was always to eradicate inferior types and those who have a possibility the possibility of passing on genes which will make people grow up to be sick or infirm or hereditary diseases and so on we should take this very seriously to heart because these guys mean business they're psychopathic they're all united at the top because this mantra, the eugenics mantra and the genes and inferior fear types and all this kind of stuff and global warming, yada yada, all these mantras are being chanted by the upper middle classes that want to get to the upper classes. That's what the middle classes do. They don't belong anywhere. They, they despise those below because it terrifies them. They may end up there again. And so they'll, they'll grovel and do everything. They're PCPs, they, they, they're politically, politically correct phrases. That's all they spout. They please their masters above them. And, and uh, they talk it into existence. They make it work into, into happenstance, into reality. And we're going to go through hell in this world as they start rationing food. They get you off the land. They drive you into the overcrowded cities while they have the real modern um, habitat areas for the, the bureaucratic helpers, the society, and the wealthy people high-tech ones are already building them, they're selling them, these units. If you go into some websites, you'll see them. And that's what they did in Russia. See, see, the Soviet Union was a model for the world. That's why Mr. Gorbachev, who was the president, remember, of the Soviet Union, who was a KGB, had been brought up in the KGB from a very wealthy family, and they had their own class system in the Soviet system. He was brought over to help implement that system and merge it with the West. And it's all being done. And the last people to know what's going on are people who watch television. Because they're never going to come out and tell you the absolute truth as to the wise. It's all being done. The job of TV and media is to get you to parrot it to one another. Parrot the experts until you speak it into reality for them on their behalf. But you start thinking for yourselves. I think we've got Tom in Massachusetts. Are you there, Tom?
1: Yes, I am, Alan. How are you tonight? Not so bad. Go ahead. That's good. A couple of quick questions, if I could. In the past, you've recommended that uh, if a person wants to leave the city environment where we're definitely going to be facing a lot of these problems, uh, they should uh, probably consider moving to a rural setting. Mm -hmm. And um, you had mentioned forget about moving south, but uh, move north. Why would that be? Uh, Hold on. I'll answer that after this break.
2: Hi, I'm Alan Watt, cutting through the Matrix. And there's a caller who's asked about why move north. It's on the cards that they're going to start riots further south. This has been a long term agenda. It was written about back in 1990, I think it was, by Jack Satali, who was up there. He's now at the United Nations. And uh, he put the book out on what would happen to the US and the massive immigration. But he also talked about uh, the massive uh, riots and, and, and problems. And that's planned. They want riots to happen and they'll make sure because they control the leaders of all groups. That's why I tell people don't follow anybody. But they will bring it on uh, at the right time and after enough frustration and worry and war between peoples will come out with the solutions when you're all war weary and you'll find out you were worse than before because of new plans for you all. And you don't want to be uh, in in the south plus water rationing in the south is going to be a big stick a big stick and it's not because you've got shortages really, it's because of the management systems that they've got already and the privatisation of it all um, that that they're going to again make it like gold the price of gold to live there, so only the ultra wealthy eventually after all the riots and all the rest of it will be allowed to live in those areas because they can afford it and away from all the, the peasantry all the little people at the bottom That's what's on the car, so go. You have to go north and look at it long term. And even in Canada here, there's people been moving into Canada for the last few years from the States, knowing this is all going to happen. And uh, Canada will be slower. The United States has to be hit faster and harder than any other country because even though it's the driving engine that's financing this whole global structure, this time for that's almost over and it must merge into the structure and they must eradicate any idea of the old way of life especially to do with independence or freedom of any kind and that's why the US look at the army that's been built up within the United States to deal with what they know is coming they plan it to come it's massive that, that's your warning what's going to happen now.
1: Right. Uh, time for another question
2: I'm um, going to, go to uh, try to get somebody else in before the last two minutes. Okay, hey,
1: well, let you go for now, and I appreciate the help on that one.
2: Yeah, thanks for calling. And Chip in, uh, is Chip to Indiana or is it Idaho? Idaho. Idaho,
0: yeah. Hey, yeah. you know, I uh, read that Wilson article uh, about the uh, weather control oh. that you have on your website. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been watching the skies like some kind of oddball guy because nobody I mentioned all these trails across the sky seems to have noticed it. Yeah, It's amazing. Like, you, like you're saying, I mean, mm-hmm. people are brain dead. I don't know if that's what you're saying, but that's... Like- well, what it is,
2: they, they literally will they will not see anything unless the major... This is Brzezinski said this. They, they trained the public that if it wasn't on the, in the mainstream media, it was unimportant. didn't exist. So they will deny their own perceptions. They will deny what they see or feel uh, and if it's not on the media and, and that's a fact that's happened already most people are really never conscious never co- they can pirate all the stuff from the media but they're not conscious people
0: one of the things that a friend of mine is, has um, been doing some research into and found some interesting results is hydrogen peroxide
1: mm-hmm.
0: I don't know if you if you've considered this or if you've read much about it but mm-hmm. um, it, it it seems like it's definitely involved in weather Big time.
1: Well,
2: I've done analysis to of other people on what's in the spray, and there's definitely heavy metals, even cadmium. But there's, there's uh, aluminum oxide and other things. Well, and I think they're also using tranquilizers, as, as uh, Rumsfeld mentioned on one media blurb. But that's it for me from tonight from Ontario, Canada. And So from Hamish myself, it's good night, and may your God or your gods go with you.